What up, what up? This is Toad with Toad's Media Lair Sandwich. Even though, hey, I might change the name. I don't know. Well, today I'm doing like a... It's, <laughs> it's uh... Today it's kind of like a comic book men's style. I literally just put the mic uh, sitting on the counter of Planet Nine Comics. Nine Planet. Nine Planet. Oh, wow. Don't hit me. That, that Planet Nine thing is uh, your buddy Crazy Mark's film festival. But it's not his film festival. It's someone else's. There, there's okay, actual. Well, it's I a production he pro- company. He hosted it. Yeah, I know he does it all the time. Yeah, yeah. It always keeps confusing me because I see the the the. Oh, that. That's it why confuses it confuses more me. people than you think. Because I've actually gotten emails and messages through like Facebook and Instagram about my film festival. And I'm like, oh no no no, you want to talk to these guys over here? Yeah, it's not just a film festival. It's a production company. Okay, well, their film festival I got a couple messages about, so. <laughs> and I was like, no, you want to talk to you guys over here. So that voice has been from Nine Planets. And if you hear me say Planet Nine, feel free to just, just stop I'll me. reach out and smack him really loud like that so you can all hear it. Yeah. So this is another test. Uh, not sure this is going to go out, but you're going to hear a lot of different voices. Another reason why I don't have the video going on, because there's no way we could do this with video and uh, respect everyone's privacy. So we're just going to do audio. And if you hear voices in the background, that's because there's customers here. And, uh, hey, maybe someone will jump in or whatever. I worked at a comic book store for a few years, and I love just, like, having a random conversation and then random people jump in, which is something I do in your store when you're not even here. Your, your we guys have are a lot of random conversations around here with a lot of people. They're fun because you never know what people are going to bring up. Okay. You know, I did think of an icebreaker. Let's go ahead and start okay. this with an icebreaker. Okay. Two groups. could be anybody, any peoples. could be any groups. Uh, dance fighting. I'm talking old school West Side Story, breaking out with the snapping fingers and doing a, a full dance fight. Okay. Uh, who would you like to see dance fight? And so this isn't a fist fight. It's it's unless they're snapping their fingers and and taking five years of tap before uh, okay. throwing the first punch. <clears throat> the Avengers mm-hmm. take on the NWO. Wow. Okay. So, which era of NW? So we're talking Hulk Hogan, Kevin, Kevin Nash, Nash, Scott Hall, all those guys. X Pac. Yep. Well, X Pac was way later. He was later. Okay. Yes, way later. You got your core ones, which would be like the Wolf Pack. Yeah, and then you know you could throw Sting in the mix and all that. Mm-hmm. Jacob here would know who NWO members. You know, you had your Hulk Hogan, right? And then you had uh, yeah, Nash. Yeah. 50 jobbers. Yeah, you had like, there was, at one point, if you looked at the list, there's over 200 members that were in NWO at one point or another. Yeah. But anyways. Disco Inferno can be part of the NWO, so can you. By the time Disco Inferno joins NWO, no one's watching anymore. But, But your core original NWO members take on the Avengers. So now which version of the Avengers are we talking about? We're we talking about the core version, obviously, I, I yeah. assume. Yeah, Captain America, Hulk, Thor, Iron Man. So, so not D-Lord or... No. <laughs> I mean, if, we're, if we want to go down that line, you know, there is enough NWO members that were, could compete all the way down the line. You know, you could have, you know, that guy in Disco Inferno. All right. There all you right. go, you know, equivalent. All right. See, I was thinking uh, uh, one one of the things that came to my mind was Beavis and Butthead versus Winger, the band. Yeah, because that band, Beavis and Butthead, just totally destroyed that band. Yeah, but there's only like two Beavis and Butthead. Yeah, but it's a dance fight. Yeah, but I mean, 
But, who doesn't want to see Beavis? But then you get wingers circling them, and then what are they going to do? You know, he's a great Canolio, man. It's not the same. But he's a great Canolio. Same. Just wouldn't work. You wouldn't see work. him. You see him when he starts slapping people. It's like the Everlong hand that just from from uh, Foo Fighters Everlong, where the hand just becomes giant. I guess I could see that. Maybe. That's a stretch, though. I mean, it's an animated. Yeah. That 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 would have yeah, to be yeah. animated. Or we could, you know, pin like Walmart workers against Target workers. <laughs> it, it would just be like, you getting paid for this? Nope. Are you getting paid for this? Nope. And then well, everyone just or leaves. do like fast food restaurants with their mascot as their leader. So you know, you got like Ronald McDonald uh-huh. and all the McDonald's employees in the background. <laughs> take on the Wendy's girl with all the Wendy's employees in the background. I don't know. I think Hamburglar would just take it. Just, just no. He just comes everything. in and like in the, out of the mix and just kind of <laughs> throws it off. You know, starts head spinning and all that. Yeah. So I went to the the, the other one I had was uh, I went to Specs Hour School of Broadcast Arts, which is sort of still around, but mostly not. <coughs> Did it another. Like, merge with Lawrence Tech or something? Yeah, which okay. is funny because I went to both those schools. I went to you know. The trade school, and then I went and got a degree at the other school. I almost went to Specs Howard right out of high school. I actually did. They had a uh, speech contest where mm-hmm. the winner got a scholarship and all that. Nice. I came in second place. Yeah, they used to do that a lot. My voice in democracy was the topic I had that year. Ooh. And I got second place. Uh-huh. And I almost got a scholarship. And I was going to go there, and then scholarship didn't go through, and then I couldn't afford it. So oh, now wow. I'm here running a comic book store instead. <laughs> <laughs> and let's face it, a lot of the you had someone bringing a uh, transformer here, and uh, um, the first thing I think of was one of my video teachers from Specs, which uh, has one of the largest collections of transformers in Michigan. He claims the largest uh, in Michigan, but I, who knows? Everybody claims he got the largest something or other somewhere. <laughs> But what I was thinking was, so at at Specs, almost all the radio instructors, you know, still worked at radio stations. All the news people versus the music people. Because you you had a lot of people that worked for the two big AM stations. And then you had, uh, um, you know, all the the news people. WWJ and WJR? Yep. And then you had, you know, all the pop music and, 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 you know, all those people. Um, Broadcasting high up top the Fisher Building. Oh, yeah. That's what I always remember. And that was always interesting, too, because I went on a couple uh, trips there. And so I had an instructor. I'm going to try not to name any names here. But I had an instructor at Specs that taught writing uh, that worked there. And I had an instructor at LTU that taught writing that worked there. And apparently they didn't get along. Um, no, I didn't don't know anything about the guy from the specs point of view, but the guy at LTU at the time, which no longer works here, so I guess it's fine at least saying that information. It, he would just be like, "Oh yeah, that guy." Yeah, yeah. We had a dance fight in the bathroom the other day. <laughs> I, I, hey now, <laughs> just saying, you know. Yeah, got to bring it full circle, right? Back to the dance fight. <laughs> Yeah, so 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 what are people dance fighting around here? Because I mean, when I worked at a comic book store, people would come and be like, "Hey, I just want to talk about this thing." Because they because you know they go you know new comics come out on Wednesday, and by the time the following week, they haven't been able to find anyone else to talk about the subject. I think that's changed a little bit with modern internet and yes. and everything being just just really bad chat box or whatever you call it, chat rooms. <laughs> They don't talk about any one specific thing anymore. They really will talk about anything. Mm-hmm. 
It'll be the latest figure, the latest storyline, movie, what characters are going to be in the upcoming movie, or what new Marvel Legends are coming out down the road that nobody except for the guy behind you standing there really cares about half the time. Talk about my Marvel Legends. <laughs> you know, I didn't know they still made those. Yes, they did. Even when, they're, even when, when those were coming out, when I... Semi cared, I didn't care. Well, but they're, they're cool action figures. The Marvel Legends are insane now. My Sentinel, taller than his kid wow. at one point, has lab exclusive built to order. Saying the Sentinel's at least three feet. Yeah, there's like feet. Uh, over over a hundred points of articulation. Every every joint in hand. Uh huh. Bends every. Wow. Knees. Is it bad every time someone talks about the Sentinel? I don't think X Men. I think of like the short lived miniseries called Sentinel, which was like, a, you, you know what I'm talking about? I know exactly what you're talking about. Yeah. I can never find those comics. I actually had to hire somebody uh, to go into all the boxes at trade shows and try to find the run for me. I think I was missing you like think two there of them. Are bins. We probably got a couple of them. Yeah. Probably. I don't probably remember what bins. issues I even have. You need all the ones that I have. Those are the ones you're missing. Oh, yeah, most definitely, man. Exactly. And the variants. Yes, exactly. All eight covers of number one. Yeah, I, you know, I was just looking at the Orphan Black. All I can find of Orphan Black is the first issue, and I think I have like five variant covers of it. Five or six yeah, variant covers. But it's only issue one, though. Yeah, because nobody cared about it after that. Everybody wants yeah. a number one. Number two, yeah, it's definitely number twos. Yeah. There's a difference. So, so that's the, you know, so that's... The advice, you know, getting number ones are good, but getting number two. So, what's the print like? What's the print label drop off to? Um, for those that probably have no idea what I'm talking about, you, uh, they print usually print off. I assume they're printing less twos than ones, like the initial one they'll print off. X. Yeah, they always like flood number ones out there. Yeah, and depending how the response is from there, then stores will tend to order more number twos, and it usually ends up dropping a lot down the line yeah. as you go. Yeah, usually by you know the first storyline, it's always dropped. But now, like comics as a whole, like is, is dropped, right? It's and, and feel free to cut me off, like dude, to do this I customer series. Feel free to, to just drop. If they, me. if they start giving me dirty looks, then I will. Uh-huh. But um, the best way I can describe, have a good one. Best way I can describe the comic book market is comparing it to the stock market. Mm-hmm. Everything is up and down all the time. You want if you're going from a financial standpoint, then you want to get stuff that's going to be hot now and get rid of it when it's hot. If you're going, if you're like a collector and you want to get something you know long term investment, get something you like because then it's never going to lose the value to you personally, no matter what. Mm-hmm. But if you're just going from strictly investment standpoint, you just got to pay attention to what the trends are, what movies are getting ready to come out, and get why it's hot. Because when it drops, it drops. Well, let's be honest. If you're just trying to invest in comic books, you got your priorities wrong. Invest in gold or something. Not necessarily. Okay. Convince me. There are certain books that I have seen, like in the past few years, go up substantially more than gold has risen. Mm-hmm. For the value. Easily. There are books now that'll come out that'll be you know four or five bucks brand new, and a year from now be over a hundred bucks. You mean to tell me gold's gonna go up that much in a year? Yeah, but there's no 
no predictability then. Man. Is there predictability in gold? Well, it's going to at least stay similar to the same. I, I just just think gold something. goes up and down on a yeah. daily basis. Literally, you can go to, to a pawn shop yeah. and you go to pawn something gold. They will literally look at the current value of gold that day. Yeah, and that's what they're going by. Yeah, but comics—they go up and down the same thing, though. They do at times. Yes, but from a more like a if you're going long-term investments, yeah. you know. Then of course you want to invest in your precious metal because you know when money's gone completely, that's right. what people are going to want. But if you're going for now to make a quick couple bucks in the next few years, there's if you get it right, you can knock it out of the park with some comics. Yeah, there are comics that have come out in the past twenty years now that go you know they're well over fifteen hundred dollars, and you yeah. paid three four dollars for them within the past five years. Yeah, well, what I used to do was, like, if I heard some kind of buzz coming from a non-comic book source, I would go and grab that. And that that, that seemed to work out. Of course, usually it's more short-term than long-term. Yes. Like, that's how I actually uh, started collecting, like, the first few storylines of the 99. I heard it talked about, like, an NPR or something. Mm -hmm. Went out and grabbed... The first few, and, and and everyone in the comic book store is like, why are you even buying these? And then they came out with a cartoon, like, within two years of the premiere, and they're like, hey, look, I want to buy these from you now. It's like, you, you literally, like, called me every dirty word because I was buying these things, but I picked it up because they're talking about it on, on NPR of all places. Right. When it hits mainstream media like yeah. that, though... It's and then dropped almost, right off like yeah, almost immediately. That, those but that's are the ones that are going to drop off quick. Yeah, because they have no staying power. They those are the ones that people who have the short attention spans out there, which is just uh-huh. about everybody these days. Everybody wants return now. So when you get books like that, you're going to get your return now, but later on they're going to fall off because once that movie comes out or whatever happens that everybody was talking about, then nobody cares about that event but anymore. We're, we're also in a different time now, like like. I mean, it's only been a few extra years, but now everything's franchised. Like, when Guardian of the Galaxy came out, I had two different people, both of them trying to get, like, a finder's fees, um, calling me, because I was one of the few people they knew that had full full runs of the modern reboot of Guardians of the Galaxy, because those movies weren't based on the classics or Golden Age or none of that stuff. It was, it was based off of... Uh, uh, the team that was formed during Annihilation. Yep, 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 that one. Um, just pulled out a, a hardback uh, um, trade. The, the uh, costumes you see here, you can't see You can't yeah. see them because we're talking here, but they have the blue outfits on and all that. Right. These are the outfits that are going to be in the new movie. Good. See? So, there yeah, because that's the team that the movies are based off of. I had... Not the original one because the original one had, like, um, what's his name? Uh, Yandu. Yandu was one of them, and in that, uh, that's the, true. the dog, the the dog with the space helmet was originally. No, no, Cosmo. Cosmo, Cosmo is from the 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 the, the modern version. He's not because he wasn't a, technically a guardian. So, but he was in um, the head of security in the um, at the outpost, which they never let him. They should have let him talk in the movies, man. Cosmo is important, man. The original guardian team okay. made a cameo. That was Sylvester Stallone and the other people that showed up. At yeah, the, yeah, when yeah. yeah, and Cosmo the dog is in that shot, isn't is he? Is he? I think so. He's in the background, standing off to the side. Well, right? that's just well, that's because he's the security officer of that. I think so. Well, he's he's head of security in the uh, right. um, that outpost, though. That's why. 
But the movie's guarding Even though the, the movie doesn't say that, but in the comic books, he's had a security there. Or a way later incarnation, I guess you would say. Yeah, yeah. Well, it was also the, the, the old version, as you were saying, that was that was a different universe or a different timeline as well. Probably. Yeah, I mean, Yandu just having the, the whistling arrow even threw me off. I'm like, bow and arrow. The man had a bow, bow and arrow. A way different character, yeah. big fin. Uh-huh. Yeah. Forgot where I was going. Oh yeah, so I had two different. Yeah, we're going all over the place. I we're had two different left, people calling right, me, east, west. calling me because they knew I had these. You know, I, they knew I had the the original runs of these, uh, of the paperbacks, not not the trades. The it's regular like, comic issues. Yeah, yeah, first prints. Gotcha. It's like I am not gonna bring these into. Uh, it was uh, the the pawn store show. Uh, I forgot the name of the one that was in Detroit, but they were trying to get me on that. They they called me a couple of times. They called me on that storyline. Um, they also called me on a mask I used to wear into my older videos. Hello, hello, hello. I forgot there was another comic book thing they called. I don't want to say it was ninety nine. Might have been called my uh, Grim Fairy Tales Chase. So this is what happens when the owner of the comic book store and other people know what's in your stash. Mm-hmm. They try to make a you know not not you but other owners that that we know. Sometimes they'll start, you know, they try to, you know, you have other hustles and stuff like that. Try, oh, yeah. You know, you got to find people looking for certain things and you get a finder's fee out of it. I get it. Oh, yeah. If I know somebody specifically looking for something and I know somebody has it, I'll be like, hey, you know, do you want to get rid of that? Because I know somebody wants it. Mm-hmm. And, uh, of course, since I'm doing the legwork, I'm going to work out something to benefit from 100%. it. 100%. That's only fair, in my opinion. Yeah, I mean, the only reason I didn't to... want to go on those shows is because I was, you know, doing the YouTube thing, and I, I, I didn't want to, you know, they wouldn't. There's no way they would promote me. I'd, I'd go on the thing, but if I can't wear a T-shirt promoting myself, or if I can't, you know, or if I have to play a character, which they wanted me to when they brought my mask, they wanted me to to like play a goofy character. I'm like, I'm not gonna do that. Yeah. I'm not. I'm not going to go and pretend to be a bozo when I'm, you know, when I work in this area and everyone, not everyone, but you know, people sort of know. You know, we go to enough cons where people know us. I don't want them to, to appear He's like very a goofball. He's got many leather-bound books. <laughs> it's the guy He's with the big camera a, and the Liberty Spikes, right. man. He's kind of a big deal. The yeah, only in my own mind, aren't we all? That's the way I am, at least. Yeah. Well, I want to talk about, you know, just like comics, you know, we keep seeing things coming back. And I think it's kind of crazy to see some of these bands uh, um, from, like, when we're, well, I know you're a couple years older than me, but from, you know, from... Am I? I I don't know. I'm going to guess you are because I want to feel young. Okay, Um, fair enough. I graduated high school in 2001. Okay. I graduated in 98, so we're not that far Okay. Not that far off. No, we're pretty. Yeah, you know, it's, it's pretty much the same. Right. Not like this guy over here. Oh, what did he graduate like two weeks ago? No, I didn't even graduate. Oh, okay. There you go. No, t- t- tell us what you were doing in '98, though, or 2001 when we were graduating. Dude, this guy wasn't born yet. I was barely even watching wrestling. Now. What were you I doing was like in '98? '98, I was uh, newborn. See. In November. Yeah. yeah see. I was, yeah. I, I miss out on a lot of great stuff. <laughs> I think my socks are older than you. 
I might want to get some new ones. Update those. I just a lot. Well, I don't. Well, yeah. I, just, I know a guy that can help you get some new socks. You know, he sells them by the bundle on a folding table and stuff. You know. Yeah, but I like feeling uh, to see if I need new soles in my boots. You know, feel every little. I need a new sole. Period. Sometimes, but that's totally different. <laughs> but so some of these bands are keep are during the pandemic. I'm hearing bands that I thought were just like long gone come with new albums. Like, didn't Bush come out with like one or two yeah. new albums in the last few years? Yeah, yeah. It's called a money grab. That's the only reason. I thought they were bored. Well, it's called a money grab. They're doing it because all those people who were that age that were really into them that went to their concerts now is a little bit older and can afford to overpay for their overpriced tickets at a stadium show. Hold up, I've been to. So the last time I saw Bush was. Was actually just a little bit before pre, before pandemic. I don't know. I don't think it was during. But I think I want to say it was like I want to say like eighteen. I want to say it was eighteen or nineteen. Like it was probably right before. Okay. And I also saw him a couple of years before that. And the biggest letdown of of watching them in concert was that they were only doing sixteen stone. They were only doing the songs. They had at least two good albums. You could say three or three ish. Uh, uh, good albums, uh, but most people know 16 Stone. Now, I really liked them in middle school and stuff, so I loved Razor Blade Suitcase as well. So they would play Mouth Off that, and that's it. Yeah. It's like, come on, where's where's Greedy Fly? Where's where's all these... You know, I would think, like, sure, you have your 10-year, 20-year anniversary tours. Like, I saw Toadies a couple times, and, 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 you know, it's mostly Possum Kingdom. I actually saw them on their 20th Anniversary. Or that was the very first concert I ever went to on my own. Was on my 16th birthday. I got uh, my driver's license that morning, and then me and a buddy took my mom's car and we went down to St Andrews Hall and saw the Toadies and Toad the Wet Sprocket. I love, man, I would love to see. And by the way, no, my name Toadin isn't from Toadies or the Toad the Wreck. So that would have been. But, uh, but then again, since I am Toad, it's was was good that? that we talk about it. So that would have been. 90... August of 93? No, it would have been like 95. 95? But you graduated? Oh, okay, yeah, somehow my mind. Okay. Yeah, because I got my license right. that morning. So it would have been August 11th of like 95. They played St. Andrews Hall in Detroit. Yeah. Nice. Well, but, a lot of people play St. Andy's. Well, that's because it's an awesome place. It, it, it is, but the, the, there's also a lot of bands that complain. I don't know why. You know what? If you're a band, don't complain about the... the don't complain about the venues to your audience or on a live stream. Unless something really messed up happened there that right. makes a good story. It's like, who are you to complain? Be happy you're getting a place to play and people come yeah, see you. Yeah, I saw, for, for a very brief time, I was I, I really loved Amanda Palmer, which I still love some of her music. Uh, um, you know, that the, they dressed in dolls. Um I, I, I still I know it's a little bit different, but I still really like their music. I don't really you know I don't like her politics or anything like that uh, or her blogging and, and whatever. But I really liked her music. I saw her at St. Andy's for the Grand Theft uh, Orchestra, and I really I you know I thought it was a fantastic show. I could tell you stories afterwards. Um, yeah, if you're ever gonna go see a show like that and. Um, and you're a single male, you're going to have a lot of fun. Um, Good to know. Cause you're, cause, Take notes. It's better than going to the grocery store. Oh, man. People come up to us and be like, hey, are, are, you, you know, are, are you guys straight? Or, what? you know, like, apparently we're the only 
straight single guys in the entire venue. <laughs> I had a almost experience like that once. I, I actually went down and in the shelter because she didn't sell enough tickets to play at uh-huh. St. Andrews Hall. I saw Jennifer Love Hewitt play. Wow. This would have been I, like 94 when her first album came out. That early? Yeah, nobody realized. She has like five albums out. I'm so wait, she was because she didn't really didn't break out until like Can't Hardly Wait. Uh, and that was what, 96? Uh, yeah, this was. We probably should have a computer out fact checking us. I don't know. I got my laptop right here. We can do this. All right. Or you got your phone. Your I got my back. phone. But yeah, it would have been, I want to say it was like 94 or 95. Okay. Can't be that early. It was right at the time she was on Party of Five. Oh, that's right. She was on that. Okay, Can't Hardly Wait was 98. So, because, yeah, it was just when people were starting to realize who she even was. And then she put out that album and it had uh, Bare Naked on it. Okay. Was the hit song off it. Um, Bare Naked came out in 2002, according to the oh, first well, show. Uh, Let's Go Bang came out in 95. So... Somewhere okay, no one's, no one's yelling at me for these album names. These <laughs> uh, self-titled came out in '96. Yeah, so it was around that time frame. Okay, so yeah. it was probably probably the, either the self-titled yeah. or "Let's Go Bang." Uh, yeah. I, I'm <laughs> We're talking '90s stupid. Pop. Oh, she came out with one that called "Love Songs" in '92. So there was a couple. Yeah, out. there was a couple out. But you guys can talk. It's okay. Yeah, tell us your love of Jennifer Love Hewitt uh, yeah, music. Ooh. Ooh, Jennifer Love Hewitt. It's not just love her music. It's a love yeah. of everything. Everything. So so they bump her down to the shelter. Yes, and because she literally sold like less than 100 tickets. Yeah. Like I'm literally there standing like eye to eye with her at the plywood stage built in the basement right. of the shelter. Got to hang out with her for about 10 minutes after the show. Got her For those that don't know, the yards. shelter is, the, if you ever see yeah, 8 Mile, that's the venue that they're in, 8 Mile. Yes, which is in the basement of St. Andrew's Hall. Yeah. Which or as get, us locals call it, St. Andy's. Yes. Which now they've kind of upgraded. If you go upstairs, you know, and there's a show going on, when you go down there now, they actually have a video feed yeah. on the screen. Yeah, so, flow. Yeah, so it's kind of cool. Yeah, I, I was really shocked. Uh, who, who, who was I watching there? Uh, I was watching... Um, <laughs> Oh, oh! What what band was it? I I still can't believe they they, they sold Soul Asylum, and they like totally sold out. I was, and this is not that long ago. This was only like pre, you know, just two thousand again, probably two thousand eighteen, nineteen, and and Saint Andy's was shoulder to shoulder, and went down to the shelter, and it was uh, overflow. It was fantastic. I just saw I, I, there's this uh, new show that's on. Maybe it's not new or whatever, but it's like. Music, great mysteries, or something like okay. that. They go into little things like fifteen minute things about them, and they were talking about Soul Asylum in that Runaway Train video they did back in the day with all oh, like, yeah. the missing kids. And there's actually been like twenty kids from that video actually found and rescued since then because wow. of that video alone. Wow! It was actually like I'm like, oh, that's pretty darn cool. You know, they actually like, made yeah. a difference with that video, and it's like, oh wow, okay, yeah. So speaking of Soul Asylum, that's. That's yeah, about all I got. I was never a huge Soul Asylum fan, so yeah. I'll leave it Oh, yeah. So, so back to Amanda Palmer. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And <laughs> so, all the, so and all the ladies see... flocking all over you when you Anyways, go to the shows. Yeah, I, I go see Amanda Palmer. And it's, it's funny because I was starting to figure out why why your voice sounded better than me. And then now I realize I have to like shrink down here because the microphone's It's because right I'm here. better. 
Just admit it. Because I'm like talking up here, and then I come down here, and like, wow, yeah. that really makes a difference. Yeah. See, see, you have a face for camera. I have a voice for radio. I got nothing. I don't even. <laughs> I got a comic book store, or we can put a mic on a counter and sit around the top. Yeah, and Jacob can come by. Oh, look and at walk that! And... See that that that's the glory of having like a weird grill. Your, your microphone on a gorilla grip. I could just put it sideways. Or Is I could... that what those things are called? Uh, yeah, yeah, I got this. Uh, yeah, I got this gorilla grip thing that I can literally just wrap around a shelf. I bought one of those at Five Below a while back, and it was mm-hmm. a piece of crap. It broke in like two days. Because you got ago. it from Five Below. Oh, I'm sorry. I don't know where I got I'm this. One. I want to say this was like twenty, thirty bucks, but that was also like fifteen years ago. But anyway, so again, Amanda Palmer, go to see her show. I thought it was amazing. And, like, honestly, if you ever watch an Ann Palmer concert, like, like even check out some of the, her concert videos on YouTube or whatever. Because there's a couple songs where she will, like, you know, she does uh, a couple costume changes for different songs. There's one song where she'll wear this giant, like, 20-foot-long train dress and then sing while uh, uh, crowd surfing. So everyone's holding her, and their dress is just over the entire crowd. And it's a really cool effect. Okay, that'd be interesting. Um, normally when I have crowd surfers The song's surfers called Bottom Feeder. But yeah, normally when I get crowd surfers come at me, it's normally some sweaty guy. Yeah. So I'd much rather have that over the sweaty guy sliding off me. Yeah, yeah, yeah and the fact that she's singing while, while you know, it's, it's interesting uh, uh, and very gutsy for her. Yeah, but, that's pretty cool. Yeah, but anyway, so the next day she was having a free uh, live stream of her show in Chicago. So I was like, all right, cool. I had a great, you know, maybe it was like a week later. I don't remember. But I was like, it was a great show. So I, I turned, you know, so I, so I set it up in the living room and I, I turn it on. And the first, one of the first things she does, in the, at least some, one of the things she does in the first like five, ten minutes, she goes, hey, who here saw me last night uh, in Detroit? Isn't this better? That show, uh, uh, this is better, right? It's like, did you just insult, like, not just all your friends. You know, all the people that were there, but the people that traveled from Detroit to Chicago to see her, like, oh, yeah, you know the, where you yeah. saw me in your hometown? Yeah, yeah, that sucked, right? Yeah, you should have saved your money and came to Chicago and seen me. Yeah, because it's, it's one thing saying this is the greatest place ever, you know, because that, you expect to hear that at every single show. You, this is, that's just general, that's fine, but actually hearing it compared... And this is, you know, it's like, you're like, oh, yeah, this, this I love this place. You know, you don't have to badmouth another place. Yeah, normally you hear people, oh, I love this city, blah, 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 you know? Yeah. Maybe you'll That's hear normal. them say, yeah, I love Cleveland when they're playing in Detroit, but, you know, you might get that wrong. Yeah. They're on a tour. Oh, yeah, you forget where they are. I mean, right, drank a lot in between. I jobs. think it's, I, I thought one of the coolest things is when we're over at Pine Knob and someone would be like, we're not in Detroit, we're in Mount Clemens. You know, when you hear, like, what's this Detroit? That That's miles down. And we're, we're partying Mount Clemens. Everyone will get even, the crowd, the crowd goes crazy because they actually, you know, oh, you spent one minute on Google for us. That's cool. You know, we, I, I appreciate that more than them playing Detroit Rock City, but, you know, doing a cover of Detroit Rock City. I'd rather hear them actually say the name of the city or some of the surrounding cities, which is really cool. Yeah, and then you have Journey, who just makes up a spot that doesn't even exist, and they tell you, oh, born and raised in South Detroit. Well, yeah, Southwest? No, South Detroit? Yeah, yeah I've heard that. that, yeah, I've heard that story so many times. It was basically, uh, you know, 
in the hotel in Detroit because uh, you know they played Detroit all the time, and mm-hmm. it was just you know, just just trying to think of something that that rhymed because they tried yeah. this and that and that. And I've heard that too, but still, if you're from Detroit, you realize that they just made that up. I do love that there's a bar called South Detroit in Windsor, and Windsor is technically south of Detroit. <laughs> it's the it's the only place. Detroit is the only place you can look down in America and um, see Canada. Yep, on Canada. And you can go to Point Pelee, which is the southernmost spot in Canada. Yeah. It's a stupid little tip where, like, <laughs> the water wraps around. I don't know. My parents it's used to take me as a kid. right? Yeah, my parents used to take me there as a kid. They're like, we're going to Point Pelee. And I'm like, okay, yay. Yeah. It's like, take me to Kensington or someplace cool. Take me to Cedar Point. <laughs> no, we're going to Point Pelee. I think I went to Boblo Island once as a kid. I, went I there barely a remember times. it, but I went there on my eighth grade class trip. Mm-hmm. We all went downtown, got on the Boblo boat, went down there, and by the time the boat ride got there and you got into the park, we had like two hours before we had to yeah, go all the way back. Yeah, it was so slow. <laughs> so like four. It was like a four-hour trip down the river. And, and Boblo was a defunct uh, um, theme park at uh, an island in, in Michigan, but the, the, they tore, they shut down the park, left it half vacant there, and then put mansions on the other half of the islands now. Yeah. So, but but the old steamboat or whatever, not it's not steamboat, it's a paddle boat. Um, but whatever the boat, it still goes. What's the point of going on that boat or really any other boat where all you do is just. Go a half mile down the river, turn around. Not even a half mile. Literally, you're just doing large rectangles, just turning the boat back and forth for like two hours. What's the point of that? The atmosphere and the scenery. It's no. <laughs> if you've never. All I'm doing is looking at the same scenery. I mean, it's kind of cool for the first 10 minutes, and you realize, okay, I'm bored. Is there a bar on I remember being in fifth grade on, on the thing going, why am I here? Is there a bar on the boat or something? I mean, can't, can't, can I do something? We had, we had more fun just throwing stuff at each other, you know, outside of the bathrooms or whatever, because, you know, we're fifth graders. Well, yeah, when you're fifth graders. Then we did, because... They're doing so many laps. You watch it for first three laps, like, okay, I've seen everything. Right. But, I mean, if you've never done it before and you're a fan of, like, the city and all that and the skyline and all that, it's really cool to go down the riverfront and see all the different sites. And if you get, but the, they're not going all the way down the riverfront usually. I, if you get the right tours, they do. Some of them do, some of them don't. Okay. Some just stay stationary. I might be thinking, yeah, the ones I did, I did it a couple of times. The ones I did, they didn't go all. The way there down. is a new thing downtown that I discovered recently too. They're doing duck boat tours now. Oh, I thought those things were like illegal now. Didn't a bunch of people die off a duck boat somewhere, in like Boston or whatever? Well, yeah, maybe I don't know. Yeah, because those things were not designed by. You know, they were designed by the army to take troops to shore. No, you, that's not duck boat. That's, that's a different type. That that's the you're thinking uh, am uh, um, not Amtrak, but am, uh, am something amphibian. Or yeah, so, but that's a different same vehicle. Basic design type thing ish. I don't know, but anyways. They started doing them recently downtown, yeah. or, or right down there now. So yeah, I know they, they, they do like these. Um, um, they call them the boat pubs or whatever, like the puddle, like the puddle pub. They do the boat version, which is kind of cool. That was cool because that one actually did go 
all the way through, you know, up and down the um, the Detroit River. Well, the, that one was really cool because that one they actually were looking at mansions and how, you know, all the stuff. That one was cool. But most time when you go in there and like on the on like the Detroit Princess, if you go there for like a concert or something like that. Um, which I went there for a couple different shows when I worked for a radio station. I didn't even know they did concerts on the Princess. It's usually like an event type thing. Okay. Um, you know, <laughs> you were there for the concert. You go up again. You go up like, okay, cool. This is the second turnaround. All right, cool. Now, now, now I'm done. I'm gonna go check out whoever's playing. So or there, there was. You know. More than one uh, Babalo boat, right? There was the Princess, yeah. and then there was also the one they used in Transformers. Okay, I didn't know that one was in Transformers. Yeah, you, the one Transformers movie where they're they're running around and they destroy the boat in it. Okay. You know what scene I'm talking about from it? The, no. Okay, well, it's in the newer one. I think it's the Mark Wahlberg I just one. assume everything's in the, the Russell Industrial Center. No, they actually had one of those boats. Oh, yeah, the train that, and, and the train the, station as well. Yeah, that was back in the day. But, yeah, the, the, there's a scene in, I no. want to say it's like the fourth Transformers movie or whatever. Where they're Watch fighting. the fourth one. I watched them all. Why? Because they're Transformers. Did anyone else watch like more than the first two Transformer movies? Not including the animated one. I watched the first one and I think the third one. Okay, so he skipped one. So what so so nobody. Nobody. Just <laughs> Except you, ben. for me. That's okay. Alright. <laughs> I'll take it. I've watched way worse movies, trust me. Yeah. That, that's another day though. We'll talk about worse movies. But anyways. <laughs> Yeah, that's a. But yeah, they put that movie, that boats in the movie and all that because uh, it used to be docked uh, for the longest time, and where they shot it at was right next to that jawbridge off of what is that, Fort Street? Oh yeah, yeah. The, the one that's in like Southwest there. Um, we'll go, going through uh, Rouge, yeah. Yeah, it was like behind the yeah, Marathon like Refinery. Yeah, it was. It was in Fort. It was Jefferson. Yeah. It was docked right there for like two years yeah. because. Nobody knows this, and I, yeah, whatever. Me and my girlfriend snuck on there and took a bunch of pictures and from the other side of it and all that way it was docked there. And then they took it down to Cleveland to restore it, and then it burnt down. So now it's gone. Well, I mean, it was in Cleveland. What do you expect? Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Everything comes out of Cleveland sucks except for Drew Carey and the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame. And even both those have a couple of asterisks, even though I love Drew Carey, but. As Craig Ferguson says, you gotta go see the fat Drew Carey when he's skinny. He's not funny anymore. Yeah, you yeah. know the funny comes on with the fat. You have to go see the fat Drew Carey. Yes. Uh, as for the Rock and Roll uh, Hall of Fame, I feel like it's just such a. It, it's a look. If you haven't gone, go. It, it, it's really cool, uh, but it's also also just feels like such a money grab. It is in a way. Not in a way it is. The inductions are, are dumb. Yeah. I don't, I don't yeah. watch any of the, the inductions. I don't watch any. Of, it may be here and there. You know, I'll catch one part of yeah. it, but I'll yeah. usually just go watch it on like YouTube later or something. But what I'm waiting for is the Motown Museum when they get done with that expansion down there and yeah. all that they're doing. Yeah, but you, That's going to be awesome, I think. Okay. Yeah, I, no, I've never been in there. And I, I, really? I, I, yeah, I feel like it's such a such a loss. I should totally go there. Yeah, it's a, you like should. A fail for me. Yeah, there yeah. I'm disappointed you right out. now. I really am. I, I, like seriously. I, I'm sorry. Like seriously, you just let me down. I, I, I can't I'm believe sorry. I'm sitting here doing this. I should I walk ben, away from doing ben, this. Why right are you now. walking away from me? I should. I should put down my headphones and walk away right now. But oh. I'll give them. A but second I'm not chance. the only one. It, it's it's weird because it's like the the. Um, you know, the Motown Museum should be a big stamp. Well, 
and, and it is in a way. Are you familiar a, with the new thing they're doing for it now? What they're keeping the original museum, which was the house and all that, but now they're putting like a four-story, like block big museum oh, attached I didn't think to the, the back. Gonna be that big. They literally bought off the whole backside of the block to build this whole thing there now. Wow, it's going to be massive, and I think it's going to be really awesome. Because so we basically, if, since I haven't gone, I got to go now before the tickets shoot up. You know, six yes. times. Yes, yes, yes. I mean, and I think it's under construction right now actually okay. though so. well, I think it's still open though yeah right? the regular old part is yeah and then you can go to it's one of those things where like a lot of like you just never gone I mean I don't know like how many times in casual conversations unless I'm talking to a musician that's ever you know again we have a store full of people I'm just gonna randomly say stuff anyone here gone to the the Motown Museum anybody yeah I really like these ones I don't even know there was one yep see Man, hey, you've probably been here your entire life, right? Yeah, I've lived in Detroit my entire life. Lived in Detroit your entire life. Didn't, didn't know that was there. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it, it's it, well, it's you're right off the of West Grand Boulevard, right down the street from Henry Ford Hospital. Yeah, huh. it's a bright blue house. You can't miss it. It's got all the original recording studios still in there from like Barry Gordy's time. You know, Stevie Wonder, Four Tops, all those growing up. It's all available to go see. But, but you know, I bet he knows about the Hindenburg Project or the Heisenberg Project. He- Heidelberg. Heidel- Heidelberg yeah, Project. I have no idea. Uh, like, the, only, the only thing oh. I know is that uh, Cleveland one. Where did you go? Rock Roll Hall of Fame? Yeah, yeah, that. Yeah. That's the only one I know. All right. <laughs> How's it going, guys? Appreciate you. you. The Heidelberg Project, which is really awesome. But it's not that awesome. It's pretty cool. Tell it's, us about it. It's man. better than the, the Disney co- World and Hamtramck crap. Okay. Have okay. you seen that monstrosity yeah, they got yeah, going on there? Terrible. But my personal favorite in that area is the Grandy Ballroom. Yeah. I don't know. You, you talk guys, about that a lot. I do. Yeah. I I try to teach these guys everything all the time. Yeah. They don't know about it. But the Grandy Ballroom, for those of you who don't know, is this historic ballroom in downtown Detroit. Well, not even downtown. It's on the outskirts of downtown Detroit. Opened in the early 1930s, but it's really big because every major rock and roll act you can think of from like the early 60s through the late 70s played there. The Who, Led Zeppelin, everybody played the there. The big names. MC5, you know, the Stooges. Anybody you can think of that was big in that time frame came through there and played there. And I want to buy it. So somebody give me the winning lottery number. Well, wasn't it up for sale back it, to it, the it, it was, and it is again now. Okay. It How is again. Is for sale? Um, they're asking 2.1 for it right now. Okay. I bet you you could Oh, tell. you got that in, your, in, in, in the couch, right? Yeah, you know, I got that <laughs> spare change yeah. laying around. I'm going to go return pop cans again. But I bet you could talk them down, you know, at least 1.5, really, I would think. Yeah, but 1.5 for something like that, you know, you're going to spend at least another another two on, reno- on physical renovations, yep. uh, if not four or five, and then well, it's going to cost you another two to bring up a uh, uh, modernized uh, Well, that's the thing you need. You, you know, you look at some of these buildings, um, like the Scientology building, uh, they're walking around once they finish those renovations, like, yeah, man, we spent, I, I, I don't remember, I'm going to say four mil, but I'm, I, I'm probably wrong. I'm just trying to think about it. Like, yeah, we spent like four mil on it. You should see it. It's beautiful. I'm like, you only spent four mil on that? That's not much. Like, they're like, no, man. It's like, 
Dude, four mil on a building like that, that's nothing. Absolutely right. drop in the bucket. The problem you'll run into... Oh, of course, it, that's a bigger building, uh, you know, a totally different building, but still. With the Granny Ballroom, though, is it's now on the historical national registry list. Oh, that so makes things even... you're held to a certain standard, yep. certain things you can and can't do when you upgrade and things. Yeah, and I, try, I tried to, to um, yeah, I tried to upgrade some... Uh, some audiovisual stuff in historic buildings. It's like, well, I can't mount anything on this wall. That wall can't upgrade. The can't do anything with with this right. over here. Command hooks. It is. <laughs> <laughs> Just put everything on wheels, man, and that way you can you, you can still sell tickets for a tour and you're ready to do right. the thing. You just wheel everything in. Yeah, I can get Heelys or those fancy shoes that the wheels oh, on. Yeah. I can just wheel right behind stuff, right? Not break my leg. Dude, I yeah. I love just throwing stuff on wheels, though, man. If you got the storage space, just put everything on wheels and and put the money into the freight elevator so they don't break. <laughs> there you go. You know, that, there you that, go. That's something. That's another piece of, of equipment everyone forgets to spend money on. Like, oh, yeah, it's old building, and then they don't upgrade the elevators. It's like, come on. Right. These guys are over here. If you can hear them rummaging, they're rummaging through comic book boxes. What book are you pulling out? Let's see. Pull, show us a book. Batman versus Spawn. All right. Or Batman, Batman and Spawn. Ba- that, that, that's an old one, isn't it? No, nope. that's brand new. Off. Brand new? Like, like people still read Spawn? Yeah, Spawn's like, actually pretty darn popular. Yeah, Spawn is still hot. Yeah. Yeah, we sell a lot of Spawn. Yeah. Yeah. It's after COVID, so we can do that now. We can give high fives. Yeah. Oh yeah, I forgot about yeah. that. When we do a free comic day around here. We have a giant spinning prize wheel, yeah. and we put on there a free high five or a free compliment as a prize you could win. So, like, people win it, and I'd be like, oh, I like your shoes. Yep. You know? I like yeah. your shirt. I like your necklace. Yeah, nice hair. Yep. You know? Or you can win a free high five. Those are like the Zonk prizes, I guess you would call them. Yeah, I don't know. but you, you, don't got, you don't have, like, win $500. Like, free compliment. I like your hair. Dude, I'm bald. Yeah. <laughs> you know, yeah. Hey, I'm gonna use that next time on a bald guy. Hey, you know, <laughs> it does take some work sometimes to get you know short haircuts to look right. So yeah, we all can't look you know good. I mean, there's me, there's Yul Brenner and Telly Savalas. I don't know who those other people are. What? Nope. Yul Brenner was uh, I know the name Ramsey in the Ten Commandments movie with Charlton Heston. Oh yeah, because I totally watched. You um, should. You know the and Ten Commandments. Telly Savalas was like. Heston, over Planet of the Apes. <laughs> Little known fact, did you know Charlton Heston was born in Michigan? No, I didn't know that. He was born right outside of Iron Mountain in the Upper Peninsula. Lived oh, there too. Yeah, he's like real one and cool. a half. Woohoo, totally care. <laughs> hey, man. Yeah, but what, you know, that's the funny thing is, is, you know, how many people that are like from the area you're from that actually like. You go, oh yeah, that's cool because they still come here, they still do stuff. We got that's it. You know what? I, I don't care about Kid Rock. I think he's superly overrated, but Kid Rock stays still stays in the area, and he uh, uh, does he? Yeah, well, Mount Clemens, yeah. I thought he moved down to like Nashville. I thought he. I'm pretty sure maybe he still he's got has a house, house in both. I think he still has a house in Mount Clemens. Well, if that's the case, then you know I have I have property on the moon. So well, I mean, I, I know like. I don't know how, where you know. I don't know currently. Obviously, I don't I get like I said. I don't really care. You don't. But stalk like, him? but he just had. He still had a restaurant up till 
within the last two years. Yeah, and little you know, well, that's his own that. undoing. Yeah, but yeah, yeah. That's yeah, beside yeah. the point. He was still investing in the area um, for the longest time when when the um, Lions weren't being played on TV. He would he would buy all the tickets so the, so they'll play the Lions on TV. Mm-hmm. Like he was giving back to the area. Like Which I could, I I could talk mad to trash about. Kid Rock, but he still did stuff for the yes. area, which gets respect. I mean, yeah. you know, you, you gotta give him, you know, you, a couple you could respect be, points. You could and, be garbage in so many different areas, but if you're doing some, you know, there there are some things that are redeemable. There are some things that are irredeemable, and to my knowledge, Kid Rock hasn't done those. Although I'm sure someone can correct me. <laughs> don't they kind of cancel each other out in a way, though? You know. Kind of just. I don't making make making a fool of yourself on stage. Or on the microphone. I don't think that's a big. I don't think that's a huge deal. Doing something cool for the community is. Yes. You know, j- just talking trash. I don't think is is, is terrible. Okay. Unless uh, unless people actually believe you, like you're talking like a like the view. You know, I think that's a different level uh, of trash we, talk versus. Don't, what is going on here? Why are we talking about the view? Uh, well, I'm just talking about different levels of trash talk. Is Whoopi Goldberg still on there? Uh, I think so, yeah. Okay, because that was the last time I watched it. So, and I wa- The reason I watched it was because it was on in a doctor's office while I was waiting, and I didn't have a choice. I see clips once in a while, but we're not going to talk about that. Yeah. I was just saying, like, I think there's different levels of trash. That trash talk's going to hit... You know, that that one I can make fun of way more than, than just somebody that knows nothing about nothing and and one day put a microphone on their face but versus someone that's on the T V every day and people expect it to be uh, or somebody's dumb enough to expect it to be news. Fair enough. Um, I, th- I think that's different. You know, it's like you get your wacky DJ in the morning, if he's talking politics Whatever, he's the wacky DJ. But if you get people like, oh yeah, we're here talking about the current topics of the day, and and you have Barbara Walters being their founding member, you're you're supposed to have a little bit, at least a facade. It's like Rush Limbaugh versus Howard Stern, right? Or is that a bag? I no, I think that works. They're going to the back without me. Sheesh. No, I'm just. (laughs) Because you expect okay, Howard Stern to uh, no, you expect Rush Limbaugh to know what he at least have an idea what he's talking about, which you know, of course, he was able to. He, he did revolutionize certain things, you know. What you know, he said a lot of dumb things too. Howard Stern has said much dumb things, and we all like, say dumb things. But you only really expect Howard Stern to really know about, you know, really nothing. Nah, yeah, there's nothing I expect. I don't even expect Howard Stern to even be able to set up his own microphone. I don't expect him to know nothing. Yeah, now the store's empty. I know. That, that was fun, though. I like, 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 like hey, guys. <laughs> yeah, these people are erected. They didn't look at us like we were stupid. I wasn't paying attention. I just assumed that's the default. Well, I was on the side of the counter where I could see them, yeah. whereas you were on the other side of the counter where you couldn't see their reactions. Yeah. So I was seeing how they were reacting, and we got a nice, warm response from people. That's cool. Not the, why are you guys talking to me look. Yeah. Which I get just from saying hello to people when they come to the door on occasion. Yeah. They're like, why are you saying hello to me? I'm like, because I'm greeting you? Because you're coming into my store and I'm trying to be hospitable. Which, it's interesting with comic book stores, because, okay, so I'll, I'll go into a little bit of, I wanted to read comic book 
comic books when I was a kid. Okay. And, and I've told told this story before. I don't know if I ever told on the podcast. If I did, it was probably way, way, way early on. So I'd go, go into stores, two. you know, probably middle school and high school, uh, go to the local, I won't say the name here. Um, I don't care. Oh, I mean, they, they, uh, uh, um, but this is nothing, nothing against them at all. It's just, I'd go into the store and no one would help me out. No one would kind of help us. You know, it was probably my fault too for not going, Hey, I have no idea what I'm doing here. Can someone help? Um, <laughs> you know, that's probably a, a little piece on me too, but you know, you're, you're a stupid 12 year old or whatever. You know, you don't know what, you don't know that you should ask. And cause what, what do people say? Hey, look, I have no idea what I'm doing. Your first thing, you, you know, you would ask, like, well, what comic books are you into? I don't know. That's why I'm in a comic book store. I just want to read, I don't know, Spider-Man? I don't know. You know, you See, have no idea. That's when you ask qualifying questions. Yeah. They come in, oh, I'm not really into comic books. Okay, well, what are you into in general? Because that's the thing. There is a comic book out there for anybody who's into anything. Mm-hmm. Uh, you can tell me whatever you can think of that you're into, and I can find you a comic book around that subject. Yeah. And that's the type of treatment I didn't get until I was into my 20s and I knew people already working at a comic book store. And then eventually I worked there too. And people come like, I want to get into comics. I don't know where to start. What do I do? Yeah. See, And and that was stuff that I never got an answer as a kid. That's why I still won't go to that store. It's still there. It's one of the few comic book stores that lasted this long. Right. See, you come at me and say, I'm not really into comic books, but, you know, what should I get into? Well, I'd say... Well, what are you into? You know, do you have a movie that you like? Do you have this or that? Howard the like? Duck. Howard George the Duck. Lucas. Okay. Well, <laughs> hey, guess what? They have an entire Howard the Duck comic line, and most people don't realize this, but Howard the Duck kicked off the entire MCU. Yeah. Back in the day, they only waited, you know, like 30, 40 years to get to us, you know, the rest yeah, of the well, universe. That, well, MCU is a little I bit know. different. I'm stretching it. I know, I know, yeah. but it's still Howard the Duck. Yeah. I don't think they're ever going to do a full Howard the Duck movie again. They might. I liked them in Guardian of the Galaxy, but I also realized that was a hat, t- you know, a tip of the hat to the creator of Guardians of the Galaxy. They also created Howard the Duck. Yep. I believe he was what on, on his deathbed when they showed him the movie early, just so he could see it. I think I heard something like that at one point. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, that's a happy ending. That, uh, yeah. <laughs> Doodles. <laughs> but no, I mean, like, oh, that was. <laughs> but you know. It's, People aren't into it. Just ask them qualifying questions. You can find a book for somebody out there yeah. of some sort. But when people come in the door here, at least, I try to be nice and at least greet them and acknowledge them. And I don't want to ignore them, but I also don't want to be like a car salesman and attack them and be right. like, hey, you need the latest issue of Spider-Man. It's right over here. It's bright. It's shiny. It's red. Buy it. It smells all fresh and brand new. You know, I don't want to do all that. No, that's why I noticed when I worked at the at the one store... Like I, you know, I I wasn't doing that, but it was like all the you know the other workers because they would stack on workers just so everyone could actually can push comic, com, you know, sell comics and stuff. And besides, they also most people there at that time were literally working for for nothing. They're working for like two dollars in store credit um, an hour. You That's hear that? The, you hear that over there, guys? Working for $2 an hour in store credit. That's our new policy around here. Because, you know, that's a good way to ensure that employees don't, right. you know, that's steal keep, from you. That's how you, they don't steal and you keep faithful employees around. Hello. Yeah. How's it going, guys? Yeah, they had people literally come in like once a week and that's what they get paid and they'll put up, change up all the posters in the store and stuff. 
and then he would wonder why there were everyone was stealing from him. <laughs> Have you ever stolen anything from me? No. Good. If you if you said anything otherwise, I was going to well, smack you. I took uh, two uh, ibuprofens out of them. So Didn't I, I tell stealing. you to take them because you had a headache? <laughs> yeah. That's not stealing if I tell you to do well, it, though. But see... I didn't oh, tell you, so... I oh, I'll tell you the, the, the funniest thing, though. The, oh, some of the guys, what they figured out was... Because um, uh, they, they'll play card games there and stuff, too. But when they did it, they'll, uh, um, you know, order some pizza, and then you'd you'd buy by the slice from the... You know, the store would order the pizza, and then they'll buy by the slice from the store, which I'm still not sure if this is legal or not. That's what I'm doing next time. We don't do card games here, but we get like a handful of people together, watch uh-huh. like wrestling pay per views, and I'll put them on the TVs in the yeah. store, and I'll just go grab a hot and ready or two. But now I'm charging people a dollar a slice for yeah, profit so, off this. So all that stuff is already programmed in the in the cash register. Oh, I can do that too. Yeah, and uh, so what they would do is like, hey, look, we're playing Hero Clicks here. We're going to do, this. and then they would buy the pizza all off of in store credit. <laughs> And then I got yelled at by the owner, like, dude, you're not supposed to, we, you know, I got to prove that now. And they can't use in-store credit for food. But that was, like, how do you expect to spend, why are you working? You're still making, you're making money hand over fist at that point if you're using store credit for it. Because then you still, A, keep your product to resell yeah. after the pizza's gone. Yeah. And they just, yeah, do it. Yeah. Uh, you would be. I'm, I'm all over that. You guys are working for pizza slicing now. That's such a new thing. In, yeah, two dollars an hour in store credit or pizza. Mm-hmm. That's the options. Well, I mean, it depends. Where's the pizza coming from? <laughs> well, <laughs> if it's if I go to Little Caesars, I have oh, to get no. breadsticks. Wait, wait, wait. Well, the higher priced pizza is just going to cost you more in store credit because yeah. he's got to make his money back on right. it. Because he's got to have a zero. But if but if I'm if getting Buddy's pizza, pizza, if I'm getting like Buddy's pizza, oh, you're, you guys are paying. I finally had Buddy's pizza not that long ago. Oh my god. So overpriced. It is, and it's way overrated. But it, it is. Yeah. I, I appreciate having like local breweries and stuff like that uh, on tap. That I, I appreciate that. Yeah. But the pizza itself, wow. Yeah, you don't want to go there. No, no, no. I mean, it's good. I had ravioli. One day I was just like, really Jets is better. Yeah. One day I was just like really neat, wanting like ravioli for some reason. And I end up like buying ravioli from buddies. <laughs> that was that wasn't too bad. That was actually I think that was cheaper than the pizza. I don't know. Their mostacholi is okay too, but yeah, I don't know. If I go to buddies, unfortunately, I get the pizza usually because yeah, that's my mom's favorite pizza place, not mine. Yeah. If I had to pick a best pizza in Metro Detroit area, Green Lantern. Yes. That's probably the best pizza in Metro Detroit. My pizza. I don't. It depends on my mood. I will say. I like, um, I like, actually, I like Roma's pizza. That's good. Um, it's it's very sweet sauce, and sometimes that sauce so- they don't hit it quite right. So when they get it right, it's good. But I don't know what difference is. I don't know if it's just a different taste of the day or whatever for myself. But it also messes up my stomach. And something. There's a new pizza place <laughs> that recently opened downtown that I want to try. Called I think it's called Pie Sai. Okay. It's down like in that. I thought you were talking about like the cat one at first. I no, that, that's there's like some kind of cat vegan pizza thing. Or that's something the or one that's taken over the arcade bowling alley yeah. place to shut down. No, no, no. Oh, there's like four bar. bar this is over there, by yeah. um. Yeah. 
you know where the castle is? You know what I'm talking about? Oh, yeah, yeah. It's like right over in that area where like Google and all that moved into. Uh-huh. It's over in that area. I'll have to check that out. It's called, I think it's called Pie Sai, but it's supposed okay. to be like some fancy, crazy, scientifically made pizzas that, I don't know. I just want to try. Weird. I want to try it. Alright. At least you're not growing slices in a lab yet. <laughs> Although I do want one of those, uh, the, the the hydrator things from like Back to the Future where it's like a little yeah. quarter and next thing you know you got a large Pizza Hut pizza on your counter. That'd no be awesome. one dehydrates a pizza like you. That'd be awesome. Awesome. So anyway, this has been another test episode meaning I don't know if I'm going to put this out. Maybe I put it out. Maybe I didn't. You tell me if I went through the trouble editing it. I don't remember. Um, and we've had been here with nine plants in nine planets as people just ran, you know, come through and look through stuff. and I don't know. But hey... Hey, did you ever come up with an answer to the to the dance fight question? Who do you want to see dance fight? I did. Oh man. You did? I did. Okay. Well, what you got? We got it. <laughs> so my two picks would be Guar. Okay. Guar versus who? Slipknot. But like, uh, does, does it matter which lineup of Guar? I would. I wouldn't have been. <laughs> I think I just went over and said, yeah. like, there's more people in war? No, no, I, I know, but yeah, I, I don't, wouldn't hold it to any restrictions, whatever bra, okay. version of war you want, you know, with orderist, without orderist. Now, is whatever. this because their music, or is it because of their, uh, they both have the, the masks and both the different like the cam- masks, those gimmicks, those characters. Okay, you know? so, so we're like, going for aesthetics, yeah. not so much as, as the people themselves. Yeah, you wouldn't really see that kind of, right. uh, uh, those kind of characters in that form. Dude! You know? so, like, you know, I can only imagine like, the stage, because that would be such a stage show. Yeah, yeah. All the blood and props and plastic oh, in your face. You could have a lot Fireballs. Of and, yeah. There would be a lot of fun. Yeah, yeah. and Slipknot's a good good one to put up again. I'd go to that show. Because can you imagine if they did a can, like Ramstein? Now they just they just burned all all their aesthetics, and now it's just you know, yeah, it's just fire everywhere. Ramstein's a whole nother level. Yeah. You need yeah. fire marshals running with Ramstein's like in town. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. I, yeah, I literally tried to watch them burn down the palace one year. That was crazy. Oh, I would love to see that. Yeah, yeah. They were on the Family Values tour with uh, yeah. Corn, Limp Biscuit, Ice Cube, and Ramstein. I didn't see that one. That was amazing. Yeah, and he literally had one of those like, like Vietnam like war like gas flamethrower things. He was shooting like hundred foot fireballs out across the crowd literally like you could feel the arena raise like 20 degrees every time he shot it off I love that the Germans invented the flamethrowers but yet wanted a war uh, war criminal or a um, ban on shotguns <laughs> well you know, you know they also invented Volkswagen well, I don't know <laughs> he's working for for two dollars all right. All right. Well, thanks for listening. Uh, again, this has been uh, uh, Toten at uh, Nine Planets. And hey, let me know if I should change the name of the show. Uh, it'll just maybe it'll just be called Toten. I did change the name of the show at one point from Media Layer Sandwich to Toten's Media Layer Sandwich, so I could just say, "Hey, it's Toten." Um, anyways, Ben, go, do you have anything more to shout out? I know you've been working on a podcast. You've been putting a lot of stuff out on uh, Instagram and, and TikTok. Yeah, and, just go follow us on any platform you can find us on. Look for Nine Planets, Comics and Collectibles. It should be there somewhere. Find us. Follow us. The Nine goes before the planets? Yes. So, like, does that include Jupiter or including something else? Pluto? 
Yeah, that's not a planet. What, what ninth planet? Where okay. are you getting this number okay. from? Okay. I have this weird like slogan that when I first came up with the name of the store here. Nine planets, comics, toys, and collectibles from when there was nine and beyond. Because when I was growing up, there was nine planets, and that's all the toys and stuff. Well, that was before he was born. Well, that yes. doesn't matter. We're not talking last week. <laughs> no. I always get shot down for being young. He does. We pick up all the time about it. It's like I tell. No, I, I made a diorama and it had nine planets. We had see, see, yes. see. Right. So then they just took one away, but that doesn't matter anymore because I grew up when there was nine. So the toys and the collectibles and stuff from when there was nine and beyond, which takes us into the future. So when there's three planets left and I have a store on each of them, we'll be okay. <laughs> uh, he looks puzzled. Toodles. Yep. <laughs> I'm going to be the first store on Mars. You watch. We are the best